You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Kelly Jensen, and this is the February 9th, 2024 edition. When I sat down to consider what books I wanted to talk about in this episode, I kept coming back to romance. Um, I'm not a big romance reader, but not because I have anything against the genre. It's just earnestly a case of there are so many books and not enough time. But I read several last year that I really dug, including those published both for adult audiences and YA audiences. And I thought in honor of February being the month of love, I would talk about two of them today. So as I started to make my notes, though, for the podcast, I realized how many interesting similarities there were between uh, the two book authors. First, both published in YA before putting out an adult romance. Both published their first adult romances last year, and both will be publishing their sophomore adult romances later on this month. I will include all these interesting bits when I talk about each of the books, and then I will link to those titles in the show notes as well. Before we dive in, though, did you know that 2024 is the 10th year of the Read Harder Challenge? Join us as we make our way through 24 tasks meant to expand our reading horizons and diversify our TBRs. To get book recommendations for each task, sign up for the Read Harder newsletter. If you become a paid subscriber, you get even more recommendations, plus community features where you can connect with a community of passionate, like-minded readers in a cozy and supportive corner of the internet. Visit bookriot.com slash readharder to sign up. That's bookriot.com slash readharder. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now, let's get to love. So first up is The Neighbor Favor by Christina Forrest. I love Christina's YA, and her first foray into adult romance was so good. She has got a second book coming called The Partner Plot later this month that is the story of one of the sisters in this um, title, The Neighbor Favor. So in The Neighbor Favor, Lily is one of three sisters, and she is in her mid-twenties. She is feeling adrift in her life in New York City. Her career began in a bookstore where she found a children's fantasy novel featuring black elves that really led her to wanting to get into publishing in order to help put more books like that one out on shelves. So now she's working as an assistant to a demanding editor in adult nonfiction, and it's not what she really wants to be doing. But she knows that in order to get a leg into the industry, she has to put in the time and the effort, even if it's not exactly what she wants to be doing right now. 
As she's on the subway heading home after a long, hot day, she decides to send an email to the author of that children's book she found. The author had never had a website before. She had checked many times, but now he does, and it has a contact email. She sends a message with half of the words being cut off as she passes out as she's writing this email. She doesn't think she sent the overly flattering fangirly message that was in her head, but turns out she did. So over the course of several months, Lily and the author, who goes by the nickname Strick, have a budding relationship over email. He tells her he travels the world and that the book she found was not what he wanted to do with his own career. The book was, by all means, a flop when it comes to success, but her interest in that book helped him develop an interest in her as well. It's really sweet until he disappears off the planet days before the two had planned to have a video date. The next few months are kind of a blur for Lily. She's feeling pressured to find a date to the wedding of one of her sisters. She has had to move in with her other sister since she can also not afford to live on her own any longer and she was not loving her roommate situation. So when a very cute guy shows up in the apartment complex, she is immediately smitten, even if she's a little bit tongue-tied. He seems to love fantasy books, and she hopes she can find the nerve to talk to him. She discovers this when she's walking by him. Um, then they begin to talk, which leads him to her apartment, and him realizing that this Lily is the girl he had ghosted via email, the girl who had loved his book and the girl that he realized he couldn't be with. But now Lily's asking him for a favor. Can he help her find a date to his sister's wedding? And no, it doesn't need to be him. This is a fun read, and it's especially great for readers who love stories of bookworms, who love books that are set in the publishing world, and uh, also love just a good, happy sigh. The sister relationships in this one are really fun, and I am super looking forward to seeing what that sister, who is the star of the partner plot, has going on for her. And that is The Neighbor Favor by Christina Forrest. My second pick is a YA romance, and it's No Boy Summer by Amy Spaulding. So Amy Spaulding published two books last year. There's this one, which is for YA readers. And like Christina Forrest, she published her first adult novel last year, too. It was called For Her Consideration. I've had that one sitting on my e-reader since before it came out, and I think I'll finally get to it this month, which is perfect because the second book tied into that one uh, that is also an adult romance is coming out this month as well and it's called At Her Service. So about No Boy Summer first. Uh, Lydia and her sister. Apparently there's a theme here with sisters as well. I should have put that in there but I digress. Uh, Lydia and her sister agree to a summer without boys. They are going to spend it with their aunt and her aunt's partner in Los Angeles, which is about 40 minutes from their suburban home. Um, and they're doing this because their parents are going on a cruise for the summer. Penny, her sister, will be spending the summer working on her business acumen while Lydia is taking a job as a barista at her aunt's cafe. The sisters hope to spend this time during the summer getting to know themselves and each other a little bit better without the distraction of boys taking away from their own relationship. 
But then Lydia begins to fall for Fran, a girl who has been described as one who leaves a trail of broken hearts behind her. Lydia can't help herself, though, and between time with her new friends group and her job, she's able to sneak in a little time with Fran. And while Fran doesn't want a commitment... She, too, finds herself wanting to get a little bit more serious with Lydia. The problem, though, is that this might be going behind Penny's back and breaking their rules of no boys this summer. Technically, Fran is a girl, not a boy, but technically it's still a relationship and will put a wedge between sisters Penny and Lydia. This is a funny read with a lot of powerful stuff in it. Lydia is worried about her future as a creative person and constantly compares herself to her sister Penny, who is what you might consider a boss babe, who listens to motivational speakers and always has a book or a TED Talk ready for anything. Is this actually the case of who Penny is, though, or is this how Lydia perceives her as a means of protecting her own self-worth and image, for giving herself the excuse not to dream or plan for her own future because she fears she'll never be as quote-unquote successful as her younger sister? Lydia is also a fat babe, and early in the story, not only does she get slighted by her new friend Margaret, but she pushes back against it in a way that is both empowering and necessary. Fat readers are going to see themselves and feel loved and supported and motivated by Lydia, even if Lydia herself doesn't view her, like doesn't view herself as the kind of person who would take that role in another person's life. Um, the romance here is swoony as much as it's rocky. And really at heart, this is a story about all kinds of relationships, what it takes to make them work, as well as what tears them apart. And this is a book that if you like coffee shops, if you enjoy good coffee, like this is one to take with you to your favorite cafe and enjoy with whatever your favorite beverage is, because that plays a big theme, big role in the story as well. And that is No Boy Summer by Amy Spaulding. And... That is our show for today. Um, all of the books mentioned, both those that I talked about in depth and those that I mentioned quickly, will be linked in the show notes that you can access at any time. Thank you so much to our sponsor and thank you for listening. For more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com and don't forget to check our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen or just search bookriot in your podcast player of choice. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today on the show by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And remember, if you are a fan of all the books and all the backlists and you want to show us some love, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Not only do we appreciate those reviews, they do help other book lovers find us. If you want to find me, I'm still on Twitter at Veronica Kelly Mars, or you can follow me on Substack at stackedthoughts.substack.com. And in the meantime, happy reading. <laughs> <laughs>